Hello, and welcome to Nixa Talk, the podcast where financial industry thought leaders share their stories, expertise, and lessons they picked up along the way. Nixa is a not-for-profit trade association connecting people across the financial industry to advance leading practices. I'm Nixa's Justine Phoenix. Today, I'm excited to welcome Sybil Patry. Sybil is a VP of Strategy and Corporate Development at American Century Investments. She's also an advocate for diversity, equity, and inclusion, as well as the host of the CFA Institute's podcast, My Charter Story. Sybil, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Okay, so we're going to start, as we always start our podcast, with the 10-second challenge. In 10 seconds or less, describe your professional role. Yeah, sure. Uh, My role is to help my firm grow organically and inorganically. Five seconds? That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk a little bit about sort of your journey. Maybe start from the early beginning, like before you started your career. Yeah. So if if we go back, uh, I'm a first generation U.S. citizen and a first generation college graduate. And my parents are both from South India, a state called Kerala. And the really interesting thing is, you know, all immigrant stories are so different and everybody's is unique. And, you know, mine is as well in that my parents' generation is almost like two to three generations removed from mine. And what I mean by that is they grew up with no power, um, Mm. lack of access to education and technology. And so when they came to the U.S., they're in a brand new country. And, you know, we have a very uh, different, we had very different upbringings and way of life, if that makes sense. So it was very difficult to figure out a sense of belonging right away and to figure out what my path would look like. Uh, When I ended up going to college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. For the first two years, I couldn't figure it out. I thought I wanted to be in the medical field and, you know, finally landed on finance by my junior year and realized that I was interested in it. So in some ways, it does look like a traditional path and I ended up in finance couldn't find a job right away, ended up working at my dad's convenience store. And I've spoken about this story, I feel like so often now, but my dad actually helped me land my first job in finance, which is so crazy. Um, You know, I gave my resume to somebody that comes into his store and ended up getting a job in a management training program at a local bank. And that's really how I got my start in the industry. And, you know, I've been in the industry for 20 years ever since. So traditional in some aspects and very non-traditional in others. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Is there any person along the way, along that journey that helped you along that path? There are so many different people that have helped me. The first person that I always think about is Dave Kurtzman, who is the person that interviewed me for that job. And I still thank him. And I still remember that, you know, he took a chance on me. A lot of people that, uh, you know, got into the management training program had connections, they were connected and networked and I wasn't any of those things, but he looked past that and gave me a chance. And I wouldn't, you know, have had all of these opportunities without all of the people in my journey that have taken a chance on me. And that's, you know, that happens every day. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about now. So what are the things that you're working on now? 
So what I'm really passionate about now is really the intersections between financial services, asset management, and you know what's happening in the capital markets and how that intersects with impact and impact investing with sustainability and with DEI which I'm you know very passionate about as well and what I mean by that is that I think we're at a point in time where people are realizing that you can be multiple things and do multiple things you can make money while doing good for the world and that can actually be your biggest opportunity so when i think about the future i get really excited that a lot of people are realizing that you can actually do good and do well and and succeed and that's probably the way of the future. And can we talk a little bit about your podcast? The focus of sure. your podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh the CFA Institute has this incredible campaign called My Charter Story and I was involved and posted for the campaign and they reached out to me to ask me to host this podcast with them and I was just incredibly honored and I thought you know what a great way again to make an impact and one of the ways I feel like I'm doing that is just to be that representative of the person that doesn't look like the typical person that ends up in financial services or ends up getting their CFA and talking about my story about my background about my family and where we're from and saying hey you know i was able to overcome these obstacles and go for my cfa charter and i hope that inspires other people to do the same because we need more representation we need more diversity uh to really be successful in financial services and in corporate america so i feel like the podcast helps to do that through really rich storytelling which is similar to what you're doing with the Nixa podcast as well. We need to hear these stories. Stories are inspirational. Uh they take us from being these one-dimensional people that are so focused on, you know, one thing which is our corporate title and really makes us multi-dimensional and, you know, when we talk about all the different parts of us, I think that's where we can really inspire other people. Oh, and I really enjoyed listening to it. And well, at the end, we'll we'll have you uh, give a shout out to our listeners and let them know how to find you on your podcast. And can you think of a, a best practice or a lesson learned that you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. And this is something that I had kind of been thinking about a lot and trying to figure out how to best say this. So, you know, it's really important for each of us to have our own individual views, right? For us to share what's on our mind and a lot of times it's very difficult to do so let's say you're in a meeting and you disagree with somebody else you're afraid to you know talk about what that is or you know be argumentative so it's really important to find a voice that's your own and to bring that voice into a discussion and to be able to respectfully disagree whether it's about business strategy or really anything else in life but let's talk about business strategy it's important to do that because you know we are asked to come into our roles and we are paid for our opinions and to bring our unique perspective education and insight and history to make our workplaces better i mean that's what i think our jobs and our roles are as employees and so figuring out how to do that is a really delicate balance. 
So on one hand, you know, it's important to have your own views. And on the other hand, it's really important to collaborate and to help drive consensus. And so you you can't just say, well, I think this is the way to go and just push hard and not listen to the other person's point of view. And it's a really delicate balance. And I think that comes with experience and wisdom. And I think some of that too, a lot of it comes from the culture of your organization. Culture is so important. And that goes into something else that I feel very strongly about. And that is the idea of psychological safety. And that is really, you know, I know it's a buzzword, but what it is at the end of the day is being able to sit down with a group of people, uh, you know, if it's a leader and a team or a group of peers and being able to talk without fear of retaliation or fear of saying the wrong thing. And there are so many positive outcomes that come from that. One is you're really getting the best ideas from people, even even if it's, you know, nine really bad ideas and one really good one, you know, you might not get to that good idea until you hear all of the, you know, ridiculous or silly ones. So psychological safety is so much more important and valuable than people realize. And it goes back to the sense of belonging. And I I feel like I could talk for an hour on that subject alone, but that is the key to a culture of excellence and a culture where you get results and a culture where you can really have authentic people bringing their best ideas. Yeah. A spirit of innovation and creativity is sort of, you know, comes from that because of that, that feeling that you can say what you want and you feel comfortable and and it's an organization that people will want to work for, but they have that feeling. Yes, most definitely. And and we need that. We need that in finance right now. We need the innovation. We need that spirit. We know that things are changing and we need people that are up for uh, rolling up their sleeves and figuring out, well, how can we do things differently? Mm-hmm. What What career advice would you give to your younger self? So for my younger self, I do think that I got to where I am because of all of the mistakes along the way. So I wouldn't necessarily go back and change anything. But if I were to give myself advice, it's that, you know, pretending to be somebody you are not is going to exhaust you. And, you know, that's advice that I'd like to give anybody that's kind of starting out out there. You know, for me, I never really felt like I belonged, whether it was, you know, in the industry or in the spaces that I was in. And so, I would pretend and it felt good in the moment to act a certain way to fit in. But when you do that for, you know, a couple of decades, it's exhausting. And you don't realize that until you step back and say, who am I anymore? You know, and so I wish I had known that earlier on that it is exhausting, even though it feels like uh, the easy thing to do at the time. What would you say is the most important factor that got you where you are today? what got me to where I am today, you know, in my most introspective moments, especially after having, you know, a a 20 year career, I am still hard on myself. And I think I could have been further along had it not been for all of the failures. And there have been a lot of failures, you know, I've been unemployed. I have had jobs where I felt like I wasn't successful and, um, I think it is the failures that got me to where I am today, both from a positive perspective and a negative perspective. And 
today I can say, I know what works for me and I know what doesn't work for me. And I probably couldn't have done that 10 years ago. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I wanted to just um, maybe ask you where where we can find you. You're so active and, and so engaged in so many different ways, but um, how, how we can follow you on social media or how we can get um, listen to your podcast would be great to share that information with everyone. Yeah, so I'm I'm the most active probably on LinkedIn. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Sybil Sebastian Patry. And I also host the podcast that you mentioned earlier. It is called My Charter Story. Uh, season one is out and all of the episodes are available. Season two is coming out and they're changing the title to My CFA Charter Story. So be on the lookout for season two. You'll you'll hear more, even more diverse stories and more diverse representation in season two. So I'm excited to share that with everyone next year. Yeah, and everyone should listen in. And if, if you want to know more about Sybil, she has the first podcast is all about her and it was great to listen to. So, so thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Like, yeah. I really think it's impactful to share stories. Our listeners could connect with me and the rest of the Nixa team by searching for Nixa on LinkedIn. Please send us feedback on what you found useful, how we can improve, and recommendations for future guests. And subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you won't miss upcoming episodes. Visit nixa.org to learn how you can join or get more involved if you're already a member. Until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Nixa Talk. Nixa is a trade association connecting the global asset management community. Please note the Nixa Talk podcast is the sole property of Nixa. The content of the podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute advice or services. Guests' opinions and statements are their own and do not represent the organizations with which they are associated. Parties may not reproduce these podcasts in any form without the express written consent of Nixa. 